Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Back uh, to having it. I'll just see how much... Um, Sport's been going on, and I, I've, I've just stayed away from it, and I started to catch up on the weekend, and what has happened? Who, who won the NRL Grand Final? <laughs> has it been Wimbledon? that long? Have they had Wimbledon yet? I've been away for a while. Well, Mickey G on? from Woodbury on our text line, 0457-736-736. Badge, he says, good evening, Badge, Sats, and Jace slash Justin. Hope everyone had a fabulous weekend. Welcome back, Badge. Hope the break was good and refreshing. But Badge What's doesn't Justin? know. Yeah. Oh, you don't, Justin? Don't, don't worry about Badge. It's just no. It was, it was nothing. It was absolutely nothing. So Badge, last week, um, Woogie interviewed Cameron Green, of course, all rounder playing in the uh, in the Ashes, and he said, "Can you come in early?" I said, "I can't. I've, I've got another meeting." Okay, don't worry. I'm a, I'm a cricket lover. I'm one of cricket's leading journalists. Correct. I, I will ask him the questions because. He'll know who I am. Yeah. I can sit alongside Crash Craddock yeah. and some of the, the great journos of, um, yeah, yeah. of world cricket. So when he said, former, welcome former to Sports Day, Cameron, <laughs> this is his response. Hey, Justin. Yeah, thanks for having hey, me. Hey, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> what a loser. Oh, that's going to stick. That's yeah. gold. I hope he gets a duck. Justin. <laughs> oh, I hope he well, gets a first get baller. Name, name wrong. Mickey G, good on you, mate. Thanks for welcoming me, 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 me back, Mickey. And hopefully it's going to be a smooth sailing from here on in. Well, let's hope so. It's a big show tonight, because, boys. Before I let yes. you get into it, uh, the Kia Top 7, some great moments in sports. Um, Queensland is open too, by the way. Just wanted to get that news from next yes. Monday morning, 1am. You can sneak across the border. No, My birthday you don't have Monday. to sneak. You don't have to sneak next week. They're doing no, you that don't. Now. <laughs> That's right. If you're double vaxxed and you haven't got COVID, uh, on you come. Left-handed. Yeah, it's left open to left-handed, right-handed, blue eyes, hazel, everything. Um, as long as you have a COVID test and it comes back negative, you no. are... No. What? Not not for border residents. No, but I'm talking about... COVID tests. Well, I'm talking about uh, our listeners all over New South Wales. Oh, oh yes, yeah, sorry. So if you're sorry. an orange right now, you need to have a COVID test to be double vaxxed. C- what? Well, I've already had the, the questions been asked of me. What if you're a Queenslander who wants to go to New South Wales? You can't. Too bad. Why? You've got to be You can. There's no, there's no stopping going over the border. But when you come back, do you have to have the test? What's the go? Oh, mate, come on. We just worked this one out. Can you? 90%. I'm led to believe, isn't it? 90% before right. Queenslanders can go into New South Wales right. and come back safely right. or freely, really? I should say. Yeah. Oh. Maybe our listeners know. 0457 736 736. That's good news uh, for Christmas just around the corner. And also for all those Queensland residents haven't been allowed to come back into the state who are sitting at Mwoolumbar, sleeping in their cars. Where? 
Mwoolumba. Mwoolumba, thank you. S- sleeping in their cars. <laughs> When's my holiday? Uh, Good luck, Justin. Come on. Uh, big on. show this tonight, this week, tonight, whatever. Tim Sheens, uh, you blokes spoke to me a little bit earlier. You got a two-part chat with the, the new director of football at the West Tigers. Of course, he coached both of you boys as well. Oh, yeah. more badge. I mean, I went to the West Tigers because Tim Sheens was the coach. I just – I loved everything about him. I used to sit back and – and watch that great Canberra side through the late 80s and, and early 90s and just uh, – and how he tried to revolutionise the game as well. He, he tried everything badge, didn't he? But yeah, he changed outside a lot of, of that, he's just a tremendous guy and can talk rugby league for Loves hours it. if you let him. Loves it. Um, he's, he's still disappointed, Sats, that you left before that 2005 grand final that the Tigers <laughs> So am I. I <laughs> know. Oh, I bet you are. Well, you'd won in two. When you won in two thousand three, well, I know you were you, you were a, you weren't a youngin, so you realised that they don't come along every day. But um, yeah, who would have thought? I mean, they weren't really primed. You wouldn't have thought started twenty oh five end of two thousand four that oh, you wouldn't have put money on the Tigers winning the comp the next year. They would not win the okay. comp. Remember, we missed the finals in oh four by one point. Where did we yeah, win one so of the last the three finals. games to, to make massive. the finals? We lost the last three games. and mm. um, But you could, just, you could see something building. You could see Benji in his first full year in 2004, his first full complete year as a full-time footy player. Um, you could just see that this kid was going to be something special and it didn't matter how years old ago. he was. Yeah. And he's just um, retired. Scotty Prince. I remember I remember that 2004 year. A lot of people don't know this, but... And I used to travel in with Scotty Prince in 2004 from Penrith into Concord Oval. And myself, him, and Shane Elford. And Scotty Prince was getting homesick. And he wasn't playing great rugby league before June 30. Remember back then you could you could go somewhere else before June 30? Had he just come down from, from Brisbane? Brisbane. From, yeah, yeah. And he'd be previous, he's a North Queensland. He played yeah. for the Cowboys, went to Brisbane. So his first time really out of Queensland. And Tim Sheens convened a meeting with myself and Scotty because he knew that we travelled in together and, and we talked a lot. And he asked whether he wanted to be released and, and sent back to Queensland. He said, right. if you want to be released, I'll grant you a release right now because it, it seems to me that you're, you're pretty homesick and you're not enjoying Sydney life. And, you know, um, yeah, sliding door moments because he goes on and captains the team in 05 and gets the Clive Churchill medal and Amazing. the first yeah. premiership as a joint venture. Incredible. Mm. Best coach you boys have ever been coached by? Well, you know, I wish I had him as an 18-year-old, 19, 20-year-old. I had him as a 31-year-old and still learnt so much in 12 months. It was ridiculous. Badge, I, I mean, you had him for, for a number I, of I years. Had, look, I, I rate him very highly. I had some very good coaches and, and, and it started with Bob McCarthy who was a great club coach, just making everyone, getting everyone to play together. That was at, up in, in Brisbane. Uh, and then Wayne Bennett for a couple of seasons in Brisbane, in Brisbane and in Canberra and, and, you know, rep footy. And then Tim Sheens. I had some great coaches. I really find that a difficult question, but certainly one of the, one of the great coaches uh, of modern rugby league. You like Bob McCarthy, even though he cut the water off at training. Yeah, water's a weakness. <laughs> He toughened me up. <laughs> hey, Chris, Chris Nelson's got a racing Queensland update for us as well. Joel and Finchie, one of the great minds of football, Finchie. Uh, he'll be joining us. I'd like to know what's going on <laughs> in there. The ferret's running on the wheel. And our hot topic tonight, I'm going to throw this at you, boys. The Ashes, two sleeps away. Can't mm-hmm. wait. At the Gabba Wednesday on a green top. I want you to put together 
your Aussie Ashes 11, right? Any era oh. combined. And it doesn't have to be Ashes. It can be Australian cricket team, right? And I want our listeners involved on this. On 0457 736 736. Don't forget, tell us where I you're... thought you meant like the, the great Aussie performers in Ashes. It's, but you're just saying any nah, just, Aussie if you're If you're playing the Ashes on Because I've got Rodney Hogg penciled in straight away. His Ashes performance one. Bruce Yardley. Outstanding. Yeah, well, no, forget, it can be any Australian team, right? Graham Wood. The greatest Australian team that you would put on the paddock on Wednesday against the Poms in the Ashes, okay? Victor Trumper. So, now listen, listen, I want you to send me a text, 0457 736 736. Tell us uh, your team, where you're listening to us from, how you're listening, and don't forget to put your name down as well, all right? So, Satch, you've got a team already, haven't you? Do you want me to throw mine out? Yep, throw it out. So you've already looked at me and glared at me as if to say, you don't know anything about cricket. Well, I did, I did <laughs> get 101 not out. Okay. Do you reckon he knows as much as you do, Justin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my opening my opening uh, is Taylor and Boone. Mark Taylor, Taylor and Boone? Taylor and Boone. Boone was first drop at anyway. Hey, what, what happened him to Graham, Hayden and Graham Marsh opened for many years for Australia. Graham Marsh. Sorry. Um, he was a golfer? Not Graham Marsh. <laughs> Jeff. Come Jeff on. Marsh. <laughs> Uh, oh. I've got Ponting at three. Yeah, but what happened to Hayden and Langer? Yeah, I know. Well, you just this is, them. This Good core badge. You know? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I've got Steve War at four, Mark War at five. What? Best hands in, the, in world cricket, Mark War. No, hang on, hang on, hang on. What? Who's at four? Steve, Steve War. Steve and Mark War at five. Yep. Or either or, you can swap them around. If, if, you've, got, you've got one more spot before you hit the bowlers, and if the name doesn't start with B and end with Radman, there's something wrong here. Well, I don't have him Who's in mind I've got either. Steve Smith and Gilchrist. You haven't got Bradman? No. Why? You blokes are dead set. Why, why don't you have him? Because I don't know enough about him. joke in Australia. I'm picking players that I've watched in my lifetime. Media. Badge, you get your chance in a moment. Shush. Well, I watched Bradman. I've got Warren Thompson, <laughs> Lil <laughs> McGrath. Sorry, it's, it's not I say it deliberately so you McGrath. Just to annoy you. Say your bowlers again. I've got Warren Thompson, Lily McGrath. And I've got uh, Steve Warren. Warren is my... What did he know? But Steve War is my just to to break the monotony a little bit. You're all rounder, sort yep. of. Okay, Badge, what's yours? Hayden and Langer mm-hmm. at the top. Tick. Um, I, lo- I love a good opening partnership. Now you could say, oh, well, I'll, I'll put Hayden out there with uh, Langer will have fourteen uh, of three hundred and sixty balls. <laughs> but that's but it's a test set. It's not a one day. <laughs> boom boom. Um, Ponting, one of the all time great, if not the greatest uh, number threes, and and Bradman. So that's my top four. Uh, Steve War, you need that that that's that just toughness, that grit that's gonna, um, you know, if you're struggling at that top order, you wouldn't be. But if you are, you bring Steve War in to sort it all out. Um, I think I'd have Ian Healy as skipper, uh, as um keeper mm. at number seven. So I'm still looking for a all right. a, a number six, and it might be it might be Mark War. Um, because they love a bit of banter. So Healy, uh, got to have Warney in there. Got to have Lily uh, and McGrath. And will I throw Tomo in? Or I'm Jeez. thinking someone like the great Craig McDermott or Brett Lee. Or um, I might I might just go with Binger, Brett Lee. Okay. Very similar to my badge. I've got Hayden and Langer. I've got Boone at three. Booney, oh, who's going to lead the charge on the way over? Should have put <laughs> him in there. Ponting at four, Smith at five, Steve War at six. It can bowl well, as well. I left out Steve Smith. Oh, I'm an idiot, right? Uh, but you went with Bradman. Steve we Ward went with. Six. Well, why not? No, I could have fit them. I could have fit <laughs> anyway. them both in instead no, of I, Mark War. Smith's, no, Smith's my Bradman. Okay. All right. I've got Healy. I've got Healy as the keeper as well. 
Um, I've got... That's only because you're scared of him. No, Warren, Lily, McGrath and Thompson. Mm. Just to scare the crap out of them on that oh, green yeah. top. Yeah, Tomo's just mad. Skipper uh, Adam, is Adam Steve, Gilchrist, Steve Wall. Adam Gilchrist can't get a go. Well, he didn't mind. Dave, Dave Warner doesn't get a go. I know you don't oh, like him, but geez. as far as he plays, I mean, what? he's been outstanding. What is your test 11? 0457 736 736. Uh, let's get into this quickly. Sports Day, Sports Update. Doing this for New Farm, Australian through and through. Uh, cri- I, I want to vote one Hobart. Yeah, how, this Sorry. is big news, isn't it? Uh, the fifth test will not be happening at the Wacker. Cricket Australia have confirmed that this afternoon. Now looking for a new venue. And Badge, you like Hobart? Oh, well, I'd like it to go there. I'm not a particular, you know, I, I do like the idea of having a test there. And they're saying they'll stump up as much money as needed to try to make up the difference between the crowd from there and, and WA. I think it'd be a fantastic move. Um, and, you know, Woogie, you've, you've spent a lot of time. Is it a farewell match They'd embrace for it, wouldn't they? Campaign? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> the Hobart game. It is. <laughs> All these ex-girlfriends will be there. Good on you. No, I, I was oh, reading some feedback from, um, from Western Australian locals who are more or less saying, you know, you know, we've been locked down and we haven't been able to go anywhere. And you know, don't try and swap because their premier, Mark McGowan, was trying to swap what the second test second test for the fifth test, yeah, which can't yeah, happen Adelaide. as part yeah. of the schedule. And no, Western Australian out. locals were saying, hey, hang on a sec, no, our world doesn't revolve around the sporting the sporting globe and, mm. and whether you know players can come in and out of our our state. If, if hey, you're going to lock hey, us down, you... you lock everyone down. Before you get to the actual Aussie cricket side that's going to play in that first test, we've got a, te- a text here from Jeff. Michael Slater, Mark Taylor. Uh, he's got Ponting there as well. And Michael Slater and Mark Taylor, we did, didn't get a mention yet. Yeah, That's yeah. At that in, Mark in, Taylor in was in mine. Taylor, oh, was he? Sorry, Taylor there you go. Boone. Yeah. Yep, right but on. Boone wasn't an opening batsman. He was an in, opening batsman. Not in te- only in one no. day. Is. Do your oh, I've got a bloke who used to go right Jason. too. Oh, I forgot about this guy. Who? Um, Al, Al, initials are A, but Alan Border. I know oh, it's hard to find Border. Yo, here's my six. Oh, I've got I've got nine players at number six now. Hey, Smith, <laughs> Moore, hey, we've got to go Bateman. to a break in just a minute. But quickly, that Aussie cricket test uh, team for the first test looks like this: uh, Harris, Warner, Labuschagne, Smith, Vice Captain, Head, Green, Carey, uh, Cummins, Captain, Stark, Lyon, Hazelwood. What do you think, boys? Was he unlucky, or is it a case that he's just too old? Oh no, I I don't think there's any. Real surprises, to be quite honest. Um, you know, they they declared very early that Marcus Harris was was going to be the opening batter, and um, I suppose they put a lot, a lot of that speculation to bed. Whether you get Kawaja or you get Travis Head, I I don't think you're getting oh, it's much his difference. That's his problem, isn't it? He, he's what seven years older than Travis Head, mm. thirty four. That's for mine anyway. If he if they were the same age, Kawaja'd have to be getting another go, wouldn't he? Given what he did at the Gabba on a bit of a green top, yeah, he got a seventy about what three or four weeks ago, um, mm. and it's it's a fair argument. Um, again, we don't know Kawaja outside of the the cricketing confines. We don't know whether whether he's a they're a fan of Kawaja because he is very outspoken um, from that the Test match um, the Test sorry documentary on Amazon Prime. He was he challenged. Which is nothing wrong with that. I think it's very healthy for a successful side that you have players like that challenging. But mm. you'd like to think probably badge that the age difference, like you said, Travis Head twenty seven, Usman Kwaja thirty four, <laughs> probably plays a huge Sorry. role. Sorry, just reading a text. Um, hey Justin, 
is from Leon Justin. The fifth test was never going to be at the Wacker. It was going to be at Optus Stadium. You oh, saw. sorry. That's oh, no, no, no. But Justin knows cricket, remember? He knows cricket. Oh, it happens. Hey, we've got some good some players that we have missed out, seriously. It, it, ter- like, it's embarrassing, the ones that we've missed out. Adrian's got some good ones here, but I know we've got to get to this Tim Sheen's interview, but... Well, I'll read that out before we go. Yeah, we'll very quickly. Like, you've got 30 Hayden seconds. Ponsford, Bill Ponsford, averaged mm. 49 in tests and 65 in first guy. Uh, Bradman, Ponting, Border, Gilchrist. Miller. Miller. Keith Miller. Funky Miller. Ray oh, Lindwall. Keith Miller. Ray Lindwall. Lily. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, not Funky Miller. Um, yeah, good on you, Adrian. Thanks, mate. All right, just repeating the news that Western Australia has missed out on the fifth test. Optus Stadium. New Farms products are formulated <laughs> with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm Australian through and through. This is Sports Day for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Uh, part one with your very good chats with the Director of Football at the West Tigers, Tim Sheens, on the way next here on Sports Day. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day. Time now for us to catch up with uh, one of the all-time great NRL coaches. Great player as well back in the day. Um, Just returned from the UK at a a long stint over there, uh, but formerly successful coaching premierships with the West Tigers and the Canberra Raiders. The great man, Tim Sheens. I'm just expecting this English accent. Wait for it, everyone. How are you, Sheensy? How are you going, mate? <laughs> that, that sounds like, like a pom trying to be. Sounds like a pom trying to be an Aussie. Exactly. <laughs> uh, how how I mate? Have said how is lad, lad. Um, yeah. Great to have you, mate, on on the show. How did how long Thanks, how guys. long? How are you settling in? A month uh, with your feet under the desk at the Tigers. How's it going? Yeah, yeah. Well, I had my first um, interview with Phil Rothfield on the weekend, so that tells you where I'm going. So. Uh, <laughs> oh. Um, but <laughs> no, no, all right, all right. It's been because it's mad November. I walk straight into that with uh, all the recruitment that's going on for 2023 as well as next year. So it's been a lesson, but I've been in with Warren McDonald and uh, he has inducted me well and truly. It's a big role, well, inducted as well. You're in the role as the director of football, a football director. That's right. Um, yeah, that's I'm not right. sure if if Phil Rothfield realises you haven't been there for about the last nine or ten years and he kept all the questions he's asking is what, what's been going wrong? How come you're only finishing eighth and eleventh and fourth? I, I felt like jumping yeah. through the paper and saying he hasn't been there, Phil. You, um, you dodged <laughs> well, it very well, I was here well, till though, 15, mate. Badge. I was here till 15, remember. No, uh, 12, I finished up with the, with, the, uh, with the West Tigers, but I was uh, here till 15 with the Aussie side still. So I was still... Yeah around for two or three years but yeah the subsequently um uh you know they've, they've gone through a few coaches and administrators and players so it's been a bit of a rough ride for the club but but in saying that um they're in probably the best shape i've seen them in anyway financially and they're going in the right direction we're particularly taking control of our juniors um but uh yeah particularly the western suburbs area where we've got uh obviously um, you know, thousands of kids playing rugby league down that corridor right through down to Wollongong. So, you know, we're really investing lots of time and effort into that at the moment. Now, Sheenzy, a lot of listeners mightn't realise you've got a relationship with Michael Maguire back from the Canberra days. So how did the role come about? Who, who reached out to who? 
uh, as in this role for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it, was, it came from the club, um, from the chairman, basically. Um, they had this idea, I think, of a bit more DNA back in the club. So um, uh, they decided to reach out to me. I've, you know, Madge, Madge was going through that rough spot too of whether he was going to be kept or not kept and so on. So they reorganised the uh, the structure of the club and um, and asked me to come in. Um, I in turn brought Warren with me and, and made a couple of other changes that I thought was good. And he and I worked together for 10 years uh, at the club. And so, you know, that... Started a bit of a role, and now we've got uh, a few more people coming in. Benji's coming in. Uh, Robbie Thayer was already here last year. So Paul Sirenen runs the Balmain system. Shannon Gallant, kid played at Western Suburbs. Uh, Mighty Mouse, they call him. Hmm. As you, you might remember yeah, him. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's running the West Branch. And uh, we've got a very well-organised uh, Matt Betsy, who ran cricket, uh, was involved with cricket, um, is the administrator that runs it and organises it. And uh, it's actually, uh, it's the best pathways I've seen in this club anyway, or, or any other club for that matter, that I've been involved in. So it's a good sign that we're you know, going back to our roots and making sure that, you know, although you don't get every, you know, look after our kids, although you don't always get every position covered by your kids, even parents would admit that. But it is, it is good to, to go to your kids first, particularly when we've got, so many thousand of them uh, playing rugby league. Yeah. Now, as a head coach, of course, you you like to take on a lot of roles as a head coach. But with with Michael Maguire coming under the pressure that he did, how how does your role take pressure off him just to allow him to coach? That's probably that's it in a nutshell, Sats. So I think it's my idea is to do as much in the recruitment area, the PR areas, the uh, take some pressure off him in all sorts of things. He identifies. I mean, he's not taking... We don't go and buy players without him identifying them. Although the younger ones, we do. The pathways... The pathways is... Although, don't, don't get me wrong, Madge still has a, a good handle on what's going on with kids and so on. But his role is not to worry about 15-year-olds. His role is to obviously improve the top 30. Phil Gill said the same thing about going into Canterbury. The main aim there was to get the, the top 30 and the first grade side moving forward. And it's the same for us. Gigi, do you think there's a, a, a long way to go to get, um, you know, your, your top 30 back into the, 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 the shape it needs to be to be a contender? Or is it, is it you know, relatively short term from what you've seen in, in this, this first month? Yeah, it's difficult until you see them in jerseys. There's so many new faces too here, as well as players that I'm not familiar with as, uh, from a coach's point of view. I've watched quite a few of the games, obviously, and... Once I got the job, I went through and watched as many, if not all of them, from last year. But it's still watching players play live. You know, you need to see people on the field. Um, I like to be... I'm visual in that regard. Stats, stats mean something. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's about how they play on and off the ball, um, you know, as well as around the training field. So, but look, if, if we go back to when I started here in 03 and and not wanting to always talk about the 05 Premiership, but I'm not going to avoid it either. We were two years. We're, we're in better shape in this club now than we were in 03, put it that way. So I'm not predicting a grand final within two years, but I'm saying we're in better shape. So I think it's going to be a lot easier to get sustainable 
um, success. You've got to remember too, it's you know it's 15 years ago, so the game the game's gone up up a level. It always goes up a level every year. I think we've all seen that. Certain percentages every year gets better and better and better. So, but the club is in a strong position to produce a side and a group of players that that once they get there they'll stay there. They'll compete. Um, it's a bit like Parramatta and Penrith. They've competed for a number of years in the semis before Penrith won one. Parramatta now obviously under a heap of pressure to win one, given they've won one for 30 years and they've been in the semis the last two or three years in good shape. I mean, they're, they're a very good team week in and week out. So, you know, everyone's under a bit of pressure for various reasons, but our, our pressure here is to improve the team, but the performances of the team week in and week out, not the big blowout, 40, you know, win, win by 30 and then lose by 50. Um, you know, we, we need to be consistent. And so we were, you know, my aim is to work on the processes and the outcomes look after themselves. But once we get that more consistency, not just, I'm not talking just about the footy team. I'm not coaching the footy team. I'm talking about everything in the club. We need to be, we need to be consistent in everything we do from administration, you know, the receptionist right through the club needs to be on the same page, wanting to go on the same way, um, do that consistently. And, and funny enough, what happens off the field finds its way on the field, but in a good way, not a bad way. I can imagine one of your hardest jobs first up would be trying to learn all the players' names. Remember them all? Exactly. Mate, too. <laughs> <laughs> Madge, um, it's, uh, hi, mate. How you going, mate? And I said <laughs> to the boys, Mads dumped me. It was a training at Leichhardt, second week. And I was standing there and he, he called me over and I thought, oh, what's he doing here? So he introduced me to the players, right? So, you know, caught me off guard. So I said, oh, you know, you know how, how things go well, boys. You know, train hard. Because uh, if, if uh, you have a poor season, it's because you don't train hard enough. It's your own fault. So that, that went down like a lead balloon. <laughs> and, then, um, and then I said, and if I call you mate, you know I've forgotten your name. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> So the other day I was out, I was out near the gym, through and come past. Hi, I'm Kevin. I'm Tom. I'm whatever. Um, and I said, as I went past, shook my hand. I said, you know, I forgot that already. So um, we're having a bit of a <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's been good fun. But um, there's some big lads here, big lads, and some strong boys. So and some talent. So you know, we we're working hard on the co- cohesion of the group, and uh, um, because there have been quite a few. Not recognised new faces, but a lot of the younger ones are coming through uh, from the lower grades, and uh, so they're all, you know, when I say new to first grade, they've all only had less than fifty or sixty games, badge, and you know my thoughts on that. You know, mm. it's the hundred game thing makes the difference. Yeah, yeah, part, yeah, for sure. Part one of the chat with Tim Sheens with Badge and Sats here on Sports Day. We'll get to the second part of it next here on Sports Day. Thanks to Kia, the brand new Sportage has been unleashed. Got something to say? Text us anytime. This 0457 736 Yeah, welcome back to it as Badge and Sats continue their chat with Tim Sheens. Sheens, you talk about having DNA back in the club, you know, like yourself and Benji and, and Robbie Farah has been there. Why is it so important, do you feel, for the players are, that are putting on that jersey each week? Look, I think um, I like to think that we were pretty well full on when we were here. You included that stupid boy leaving the club one year early just to go to the Gold Coast. (laughs) You know I wanted you to stay. So there you go. There's the story. Um, But but anyway, um, the 
you know, from the point of view of people that have put their heart into it, it's not, it's, I suppose it's just leading the way. I mean, we're full on. Uh, we love the club. And even though you don't always leave the club in the way you want to leave the club, you don't win a premiership and you don't make those sort of friendships and, and they last, you know, they last forever, basically, you know. I think having a few of them around, not, not spruiking about 05, 05 is gone, but nevertheless, the, the, to win a premiership, there's certain things you need to do and it doesn't change. No matter how many years you can talk between premierships, it's about, it's about buying into the club, buying into the culture, you know, working for each other, uh, a bunch of mates that can, if focused on the same thing, can do wonders. You know, we didn't have a, well, we didn't have a rep player in the, like in the uh, state of origin or, um, or a test side when had it been 05, and yet we won a premiership. So you can do it if, if, if there's enough attitude in the right place and talent. Well, we had some talent in that side, mm. albeit that they were small. You know, we were, we, but we played the game, we played it. Canberra, Madge, the, the talent was out in the back, so why do you think Ricky Stewart got the halfback role? Mm. Was, was to give guys like you and Mal the ball, Laurie and, and, and Chica and so on. So we coached accordingly, the team played accordingly, um, we played for one another, uh, and also you needed a bit of luck, and that is generally having your best side available as you go through the, the back end of the season, getting a bit of, of momentum from some wins, and then go in with your best side. And I think if you go in with your best side or close to it, uh, you have some chance. Because I think every every club has one good side, if you look at it. But the depth and um, is is not as strong with some clubs as others. And if you get a bad run, you know, and you know what it's like, you get a bad run. You know, Mal with his broken arm, I think affected our '88 season badge. You know, so well, I think I think South like this that. year, Sheen, so you know, you saw saw yeah. uh, Latrell. Oh, without Latrell, they missed him. Well, that, I tell that you, really last year too, mate. Last year too, because he was injured the year before. I reckon yeah. they would have they would have flown into the semis. He's uh, so certain players are that influence, aren't they? And mm. Big George was that. Um, not taking away from my fancy fullback of uh, 88 and 89. <laughs> but in saying, in saying that, you know, the combination of you and him were, were fabulous. So, and Chica and so on. And so, um, you know, you, don't, you lose one of those players and you lose a combination and it can, it can affect the side big time. Yeah. yeah. Well, you talk about depth. It's, and, it's their left edge. Yeah, exactly. It? And you talk about depth and, and the effect of some of those key players. Can have Sheensy and um, you know reports and how true were the rumours that yourself and Craig Bellamy had discussed Brandon Smith moving to the Tigers for a season? Yeah, we we did have a discussion, um, but uh, there's also been quite a few other clubs had that same discussion. Yeah. Well, I rang Craig, I'd, you know, I gave him a few days, and he wouldn't be happy about what was happening, and um, he was he was in two minds, so. I'm not sure that he was ever really, and that he will actually uh, let the lad go. Um, but in saying that, he said, you know, for, for he needs, he's got a few problems with his medals and he'd need a medal. He asked for our best medal. And I said, no. <laughs> so it went no further. Yeah. Yep. And no, there was no hard feelings about it. I mean, we yeah. then signed Coruscant the next day. So, mm. um, hey, and we were, going to, we were going to sign Coruscant anyway, because if we did get Brandon, it was only just going to be for the filling year. Mm. Hey, before we let you go, I want to talk to you about this high performance centre um, that's nearly done. Yeah. I believe it's amazing at Concord, but please tell me, has it really got a barber shop? Yes, it has. What? <laughs> hey, 
Well, for guys with all the hair I've got, you know, you need to cut it regularly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or that I haven't got. Um, yeah, look, there's some public... I don't know if it's a public one. That's a good question. I know there is. But I know that if you're in a footy club these days, someone will have a pair of clippers and do, do all the boys uh, before that, they play. But given that the fancy haircuts that they get these days um, and the fancy uh, for, the, for the various uh, cultures, let alone... Uh, the various amount of hair you've got on your head, um, you know, uh, they've got a, they've got a spot for for a barber shop now. Whether or not that operates also, because we've got a couple of things in there to operate uh, publicly, like a cafe that will be open to the public. So I'm not sure if it'll end up being one of those or not, mate. But you got me there. But remember, I've only been here four weeks. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, mate, um, it sounds like, it sounds amazing. This. Uh this new high-performance facility. I mean, there's a few of them dotted around at different clubs, but that's certainly going to help the Tigers long-term. You've got to have one. You've got to have, well, you know, lift a 200-kilo weight, whether it's an old old bench or a new bench, same thing. But nevertheless, the optic and the the ability to have, um, you know, the best equipment gives players no excuses. You players always need excuses, you know. (laughs) We haven't got that, or we haven't got this. They've got that over there. So we're going to have all of that now. So um, uh, no, mate, no. Being serious, the um, a really good quality facility, like any work environment, is very important. You know, you need you need to give the players the tools, you know, uh, to to perform. And then, um, true, they've got no excuses. But by the same token, yeah. you know, it's it, it 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 it's on us as administrators to make sure that you know, they're well prepared and and that they can well prepare. So. Uh, yeah, you know, that's um, that's the aim of these sorts of things, and and it's obviously nearly every club has one now. Some are into their second and third, um, but uh, still, it's great to see the players, mate. I played as did you, Badge, in the old days of part time, and uh, isn't it nice to see what they get now? Yeah, you know, you'd love to be born playing in this era, both years, I suppose. So I used to, I used to go to my uh, local just, squash club just to find a gym. <laughs> Back in the eighties, <laughs> because there was none at the footy club. Well, was that why I put put that gym in at uh, the squash court at uh, Cambridge? Was it? Yeah, probably. probably. You remember? Double we up. had it down there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. it. We had nowhere else to put it, mate. We had no room. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, no, it's it's uh, what we did in the old days. Is uh, but still, you know, they were they were they were good times, I think. And um, you know, the sport it's a wonderful sport. I think played at any level, to be quite honest. But uh, young lads today and the men today who get a chance to, to go full time, it's a it's a career. It's a small career, like as in it can be short. If you got 15 years, you'd be lucky. But in in saying that, you can you can look after yourself and you do the right thing. You can come out of it uh, in good shape financially and and study or do whatever you can over the same years. You know, you can make a life a good life for yourself. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I think those players that could just just look around and see Simon Dwyer there, you know, they see the other superstars, yes, but that bloke who had his career cut so yeah. short, yeah. I think that's a real wake up call for him. Hey, to pull your finger out and train well, as hard as Simon, you can and make Simon, things happen. Simon um, Simon works with one hand on on the computers. He does all the analysis. He fixed mine only about half an hour ago because yours truly got it wrong, <laughs> as as uh, I do. Um, but um, no, it's true. He he had a career in front of him that was he was headed to play for Australia, no doubt, and 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 something special. But yeah. uh, in saying that, 
he's he's certainly um, the club's looked after him and he's looked after the club. So it is a reminder. Uh, we had the big Taniella the tank um, to Aki yeah. as well yeah. uh, with a with an ankle. Um, same as Young Yeo, same injury as Young Yeo. He was what twenty two at the Broncos mm. playing for Australia and Queensland. Never play again. So it is for people who say they're sore so they don't have a go or whatever, whatever. Um, yeah, well, they've never been on the field of battle, have they? As mm. far as rugby league, rugby league at this level. So um, yeah, you admire anyone who can play the sport or, or get even fifty games in the sport. You know, mm. uh, it is. It is not easy, and uh, the competition stuff. But but you know, um, it, it, it's a character builder. There's no doubt about that. One way or another, it's a character builder. Great to pick your brain, Sheenzy, and we hope we can do it again throughout the season, mate. One of the great minds of rugby league, and it's fantastic to have you back in the NRL. Uh, I'm sure your your uh, your contribution will be Thanks, enormous there at the West Thanks, Tigers, man. mate. And yeah, really hey, appreciate mate, you mate, I thought I had another. I thought I had another hour to talk. I was all prepared for another. <laughs> hey, hour. listen, oh, I you just wanted up. Badge, I rang him the other day, <laughs> and he went from talking from administration to straight back into coaching mode again. We're we're talking yeah, balls yeah, yeah, and yeah. passing yeah, drills. Yeah, you, you, you were as responsible, mate. <laughs> yeah. You were as responsible. I could talk you, for two hours. You tempted me. You, you drew me. You drew me out. Yeah. That's not fair. Sats are still dirty. You, know you got rid of him in 2005. Wouldn't have had another premiership. Oh, <laughs> Mike Hell. We still Liam Fulton and uh, and Bryce Gibbs ran the Sattler tackle for the rest of their careers. Hey, um, you know the Sattler tackle. <laughs> yeah. After every training session, captains runners included, <laughs> one of them run down the sideline, the other one would chase him, and barely made the sideline captains. <laughs> and I couldn't stop it. I couldn't stop it. It was it was all. Almost a given. Every training session was a Sattler tackle. So you left an impression on them, mate. That's for sure. Hey, Sheenzy, it's Jason, the producer. I've got to ask you a question before we go. Badge is talking about yes, Sats mate. whinging. Badge yep. continually whinges about a time you had to you caught him back from summer holidays. Back oh, to training. Yeah, he did too. Sheenzy, can you set the he record straight? He probably doesn't remember. He won't, he won't shut up about oh, he'll it. he'll remember. I've said it once. I think I remember it because I don't think I think I got the look from Badge for about a week, you know. <laughs> the stink um, eye. <laughs> yeah, that that sort of you know, not talking, you know, like being there. But oh, not we know talking, it. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't think. Don't think the next time I saw Kayleen, she was very happy either. <laughs> no, nah, she's still not talking. Just quietly. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's like most wives, mate. If I would, you know, drop their husband or cut him from the club or do whatever, you know, as you'd say, you know, they might make you a cup of tea, but the advice is not to drink it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very good. Very good. Yeah. Righto, mate. Good on you, Sheezy. All right, guys. All the best. Thanks, Timmy. Uh, the great Tim Sheen's on Sports Day. We better get to a break. When we come back, we go from the great to Chris Nelson. He's next. <laughs> Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. 858. Uh, just before we get into it, very quickly, mate, how's my favourite horse uh, shooting for gold and the jockey after a nasty incident before the start of the George Moore on Saturday, mate? Boris Thornton, no, uh, no injuries as such, like no breaks. Obviously, you're feeling a bit uh, sore. Uh, a few few bruises and scratches, etc. Hoping to be riding again shortly, but the important part is there no breaks. The horse came through unscathed. We'll have to pass a barrier certificate, likely at Doomben tomorrow. 
before he can race again. And they're looking at racing him on Saturday in the bribe over a thousand metres at Eagle Farm. So uh, what looked terrible, it hasn't turned out as bad as we first thought, thankfully. Rightio. Uh, what else happened over the weekend? Well, a big day at Doombin. Uh, the George Moore was taken out by uh, Zoo Style. Made it two from two. This prep beat the stable mate Baller. Tony Gollan trained four winners on the day. He had a day out. We had uh, four jockeys riding doubles as well. So some really good racing. We saw this horse uh, far too easy come to town and win. For trainer David McCall, made it four from five. Uh, won the winning Rupert and heads towards now the Magic Millions three-year-old guineas. Uh, Tambo's mate won the recognition. He won that in good fashion. And Mamie Fleiss, well, Steph Norton's right on Mamie. Mamie Fleiss was just unbelievable. She jumped from gate 14, had the horse uh, too wide, just sitting behind the speed, and then she did the rest in the straight. So uh, kudos to uh, Tony Gollan on a big day and kudos to all those riders who rode doubles. And it was just a really good day's racing all round, as you'd expect Alrighty. this time of the year. Yeah, what about this week? What have we got to look, to, uh, this- what have we got to look forward to? We race at Cairns tomorrow, Ipswich Wednesday, Mackay Thursday, Doombin on Friday. We have a, a, a twilight meeting at Doombin on Friday afternoon, straight into a meeting at Eagle Farm on the Saturday. So there'll be a few people uh, doing an overnight stay, I would think. Doombin Friday, Eagle Farm Saturday, Toowoomba Saturday in the twilight, Townsville's a tab meeting, and then back to the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. Just quickly, some of those feature races at Eagle Farm this week. The Gateway, free ticket into next year's Stradbroke if you win the Gateway on Saturday. The Just Now for the Phillies and Mares listed race. The Feel and Ready listed for the two-year-olds. The Callaway Gal listed for the two-year-olds. The list goes on. So big, big day, Jason Eagle Farm on Saturday. All right, the Tab Queensland Summer Race Racing Carnival, I should say, has arrived. Head to queenslandsummercarnival.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Uh, we'll chat tomorrow. Nelson? Look forward to it. Thanks, Jace. All right, Chris Nelson there. 0457 736 736 Sats. Lots of texts coming through. Got Clacker from Toby's Tavern. And Clacker says, Taylor Hayden, Ponting, Bradman, Border, S. War, Gilchrist. Get ready for it. Richie Benno. Lily Warren McGrath. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And we've got a... uh, These are the greatest Australian test side ever. Yeah. Adrian Set for Dural Set is his greatest ever West Indian team. We might do that another night. Yeah. Do we need it? There'd be, there'd be a few choices. <laughs> Maybe when we play West Indies. I don't mm. know. Sheens is the heart <laughs> yeah. and soul of the West Tigers, and now he has former players Benji, Robbie, Richards, Galea, Dwyer involved in the club to reinforce the culture and passion. Hopefully the media stop referring to the ex-Balmain players like uh, some of their great legends. Um, Gavin from Penrith. Yeah, well said. Well yeah, said. well done. All right, keep your texts coming through. We'd love to know your greatest Australian test side. We'll get to more of your texts. <laughs> really. Carly said, did Tim Sheens just say thanks, Justin? I think he did. No, he did not. <laughs> uh, this, this is Sports Day for the all-new Kia Sportage. has been unleashed to break time. Hey, when we come back, we're going to get into the Kia Top 7 moments in sport from the weekend. Back soon. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.